This episode of 1883 featured a major development, Lauren. What was it? Well, Elsa got pants. Elsa got pants. You're right. Did you think that I was going to talk about um, (laughs) the actual major thing that happened in this week's episode of 1883? All I cared about was Elsa getting pants. I mean, if you think about this show, 1883, which is about these, you know, pioneers going down the Oregon Trail. Um, the fact that Elsa, who has to ride a horse and like drive cattle every day, got a pair of pants is just as important to her journey and the rest of her life and the show as the fact that everybody crossed this river. Just imagine like riding a horse for all those days in a big dress. Yeah, no. And then the relief of getting a pair of pants. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're talking about 1883, the TV show on Paramount Plus. Um, this is must watch in case you were confused. I mean, in case you, you pressed play on this <laughs> podcast and you didn't actually know what was happening, I'm Jean Bentley. Yeah. And I'm Lauren Peaster. Yeah. And we're talking about episode four, The Crossing. The Crossing. So, like, that was also a really major thing that happened in the episode, but mainly Elsa Yeah, they crossed a river, but Elsa got pants. Elsa also got a kiss. Multiple Ooh, kisses. She did some smooching. She Basically, th- I loved this episode. This was a really good it episode. Great. It was really fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And yeah, ultimately, it- what happened is they cross the river that is, that is essentially yeah. all that happened in this episode and <laughs> crossing a river is hard yeah basically tim mcgraw and faith hill crossed the river first and then they were like mm, it's hard yeah and sam elliott was like oh you already did it and he's like yep yeah basically, they have a little they have a fun little um little not a rivalry but like it's a little banter a prickly a prickly relationship that yeah, I enjoy. I got a little banter going on because essentially every yeah. episode it's Sam Elliott and LaMonica Garrett, who is Thomas, whose character's name I do know. Um, mm-hmm. So it's Thomas <laughs> and Sam Elliott <laughs> talking to Shay. Tim McGraw. Of, yeah. Yeah. Talking to Tim McGraw about how everybody um, on this trip is a fucking idiot. And yeah. except for Tim McGraw. <laughs> yeah. And then Tim McGraw being like, yeah, they really are. Um, but this is this think, is what we should do. <laughs> I mean, exhibit A. After they they heard Shay's whole thing about how they could only take the necessities, and still they had a full piano. A piano, just like a shitload of furniture, which I noticed in other episodes too. And I was like, it's kind of funny that they're just like sitting on these like beautiful wooden chairs yeah but but also like it's not like they can go to the walmart and get a folding chair for the journey yeah that's what that's what you sit on (laughs) they don't have like deck chairs or like those foldable things that you like take to a t-ball game they don't have those they don't have those so they just have to like i get it (laughs) but it was the piano that really bothered me yeah i was like you really you couldn't leave the piano behind a full full big piano <laughs> but then this, yeah this gave us so basically there are smaller instruments they had to cross the I'm river saying. and the river was rising and tim mcgraw was like we should do it in the morning but then he mm-hmm. and faith hill crossed the river that night because he knew the the water line was gonna go up and he was like well i'm going mm-hmm. now because i know what i'm doing so yeah th- but basically he was like 
wagon, heavy wagons are not going to make it across this. Right. And so everybody had to like call their, their haul, their cargo. And so basically it's just, they left this riverbank with just like a crap load of furniture on the edge yeah <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and they're like can we come back to get it <laughs> same Elliot's like you're gonna come back here <laughs> how are you gonna get it across when you come back <laughs> I would love to know like how realistic that is like if there was just a point in American history when just riverbanks were littered with pianos yeah um if you are a historian please contact us. We genuinely are interested. (laughs) I would like to know. (laughs) I would like to know how much of this is accurate. Because like they keep talking about towns where there are stores and I would like to know how far apart the towns are. Like I would just like a better picture of what the landscape was like at this point and like what the the settlements were like. And yeah, I think that's a really good point. I mean, because they're still in Texas, aren't they? Right. Yeah. So it definitely would be interesting to have some sort of a map to see at least the vague route that they're taking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, speaking of Texas, can you've seen the movie Holes, right? Yeah, I mean, a long time ago. I mean, there was just a part where she picked up a lizard at the beginning and she's like, maybe this will be a desert or maybe there will be trees. And and I was like, this is holes. (laughs) This is going to be holes. Because she picked up one of those, liz- a lizard that like looked exactly like those lizards with the spots and holes. Anyway, I love that movie. <laughs> there you go. Uh, really? This was actually Taylor Sheridan's um, <laughs> cinematic reference to the Seminole Shia LaBeouf uh, film, Holes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which honestly, Holes is a fantastic movie that deserves all the shout outs and all the homages. Well, there we go. So, so, so we got that in this one. Okay. So this episode... Like we said, they crossed. They eventually crossed. It was about all of the drama that took place before and during the crossing. Mm-hmm. But it was also very Elsa heavy uh, in yeah. that she got pants. Life-changing. Absolutely life-changing. But think about that. Think about not ever being able to wear pants and then putting pants on and going, wow. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Faith Hill's reaction was so funny. Yeah, because she was like, I, "Where'd you get those pants? I don't want to know. You got them. Where, where'd you get? Where did you get those pants? I don't want to know. Yeah, Where'd you she, get those? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But also, I would. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, she's jealous that she didn't think of it. No, and also, she like, is. she's still trying to retain some sort of her, yeah. you know, gentlewomanly, you know, which manners. is kind of the, which, <laughs> which again is one of my favorite parts of the show, where it's just like watching, watching them like straddle like womanhood as they knew it before and like whatever this is because they can't be they can't be ladies yes exactly in, in this time um another thing that was really interesting is that we heard Elsa sing this week and I'm honestly surprised that the first person who gets like a featured musical number on the show is the daughter and not you know Tim McGraw or yeah and Tim McGraw told me there would be no singing and I was like "Mm, you're a liar sir you're just not singing (laughs) yeah Tim McGraw how does it feel to be a liar sir (laughs) you lied (laughs) and he was like they did this is a different kind of show there wasn't singing at this time uh eh, you're wrong (laughs) I I feel like there has always been singing Tim yeah come on (laughs) 
anyway, I, she had a really lovely voice. It was really nice to hear her sing. She also uh, played the piano when she. Yeah, she's a talented lady. It's funny that the episode had so much of her because she was kind of off you know herding the cattle yeah. or whatever and not really involved in the crossing yeah. so what I so here's one of my big gripes about this show is that I am constantly a little bit confused about the level of drama and danger because like it's not all consistent throughout the show like in this episode she was just kind of chilling with her cowboy boyfriend like kissing a little bit and they were just hanging out with the cattle and then after everyone else had like crossed the river in this like dramatic way she just kind of like went across with the cows but like everyone else was like drowning in the river even though there were people right next to them who could save them like it was just a confusing do you know what I'm saying like it's a I it goes along with like in the last episode when they showed the river and the river was just kind of like wow it's a river it wasn't like a big grand right shot you know and that's my my chief complaint about this show is that I feel like the uh the stakes are confusing sometimes yeah I mean I guess you could also interpret that as everything was vaguely dangerous at that point in time so you know even something that we think is kind of mundane is dangerous but yeah then I just need them to I just need it like it's a tv show Put a little extra dramatic music. Yeah. yeah. It was like during that death montage of that other, that last episode where like, just like the guy got randomly run over by a wagon and you're just kind of like, huh? It feels, <laughs> all the deaths feel like preventable, but they don't have to. They could make them more dramatic. Yeah. Well, there was, know. there was another death montage this week and it was set to Elsa playing the piano, yeah. which just happened to be perfectly in tune after being carried in yeah. a- <laughs> covered wagon for how many miles sure yeah um but she played the piano to entertain the other two cowboys her little boyfriend and the other one um while all of the other people were crossing including all the germans who had no idea how to swim and so it just showed a lot of the montage kind of showed a lot of things and people swirling in the water and Mm -hmm. there was a particularly dramatic part where someone was crossing and they fell and like Faith Hill rode in and jumped off and tried to pull this woman up and she couldn't get her. And um, the woman ended up, you know, drowning. Faith Hill couldn't save her. And you could tell that really, really weighed on, on Faith Hill, whose Mm -hmm. character name I may or may not eventually learn. Margaret. Yeah. I mean, I believe you. But it's just too hard. I believe you, Lauren, but. (laughs) I know it's just too hard. Cause like Tim McGraw, is Tim McGraw. Faith Hill is Faith Hill. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott is so Sam Elliott always. Yeah. Everyone else, I can call them by the character name. <laughs> well, like they also three. just need to say the character name more. I just don't know yeah. the names. It's fine. Like Elsa, I've said that great. Yeah. I will call her Elsa. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't say the character names enough. But you could tell that it was kind of harrowing. And even when Tim McGraw and Faith Hill crossed the night before everyone else was gonna cross he was like you can do it you just gotta pull through and she did it and she got to the other side and she was like listen this was way harder than you told me it was going to be you need to be a little bit more forthcoming because I need I would have liked to prepare better Mm -hmm. um but you know 
basically Tim McGraw wanted to get across before grooves from the other wagons, you know, made the yeah. river even deeper and made it even more kind of treacherous for everybody to cross. So he did it first, but also he's like, you know, Sam Elliott basically woke up that morning and saw him and was like, all right, this guy, this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit of a survival thing and a little bit of like a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. first it's kind like of a, thing. you want to pretend you're in charge, but I will still do what I want. And you're going to let me, because yeah. I'm the only one who, who knows what they're doing out here. That was the yeah. other thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I can't get over all of these people not listening to him. And I, I get it, but also at the same time, like you hired this man to keep you alive on this journey and you're not going to listen to him. Yeah. So basically, and like, I don't get it. Tim McGraw crosses first and then everybody else wakes up and they're like, all right, we got to cross. And so what they do is they run a rope across that they can hold on to and mm-hmm. all of the women and everyone walk across and then it's time for the, for the people to drive the wagons over and that is the most dangerous part because the river got deeper overnight because yeah. it was raining up river and you know obviously these things are heavy they're they're making channels in the water there's also mm-hmm. a ridge in the riverbank that they need to make sure not to go off of so they don't like fall further it's just a whole it's a whole mess of danger that they have to cross but in the end they do it which is great (laughs) most people make it over make it across alive a couple of those and then elsa and her cowboy friends bring up the rear with all the cattle but meanwhile the night before they spent um while she was riding in her new pants and the two young cowboys were like oh my goodness and she's like, what, you never seen a lady wear pants before? And they're like, no, actually. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mr. Cowboy Crash really seems to like it because he yeah. and Elsa smooch. And- he kisses her. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, nope, do it again. Nope, do it again. And then Tim McGraw sees them. And, and he- this is what I really loved. He wasn't mad. He was just right. kind of like, you're going to have to tell your mom. He was like, if you like him, that's okay. Like, and I just really, I just feel like we don't get that a lot in these kinds of like period dramas. It's always the dad, like with the shotgun kind of vibes. Yeah. And And I I like this. Yeah, me too. And I'm sure that was kind of the prevailing, you know, patriarchal vibe of the time. But as we know about living today, not everybody believes the same things there are people who are mm-hmm. more progressive or more regressive than you realize and so yeah. it's kind of exciting that this this he had that he has this attitude to begin with and that also it is happening so early in the journey he's not trying to like hold on to some sort of normalcy or idea of how his daughter should be acting he he's the one who put her on the horse because he knew that she Mm -hmm. could drive that cattle just fine Mm -hmm. so I like that he immediately was like all right I'm I'm giving you responsibility because I know you're responsible and you know I trust you and he's doing the same Mm -hmm. with his wife too and that's just you know I think that 
there were plenty of women who did those things and ran their families, but you wouldn't know it from, <laughs> from yeah. pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing I would like uh, any historian listeners to help us out with. Like, I would love to know about the role of women on these, these crossings across the yeah. country. Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, I think we talked about that when we talked about the first two episodes about basically this the fact that there is a young woman at the center of the show is so interesting but not in like a isn't that crazy feminism kind of way just in like it's really interesting the problems that she's facing the the Mm -hmm. challenges that she's facing are really fascinating and it's going to be really fascinating to see a young woman navigate this versus Mm -hmm. a story that we may have known or or could predict which is the the traditional story of you know a young man yeah what I will say is that she's not she doesn't seem to really be having problems yet she seems to be kind of living her best life and that's even kind of what she said at the beginning of this episode she is a cowboy this is her future she's she's very happy with this but as we saw in the beginning of the first episode there's something something's gonna change yeah there's a lot happening (laughs) so I kind of like that she is not dealing with uh, like problems she's just kind of experiencing the world right now while everyone else is dealing with the problems but eventually clearly things are going to change for her yeah I also really liked this episode because you know as we've said multiple times so far about this specific episode it's called the crossing and they cross the river that's that's essentially what happened in this but there was a lot of drama surrounding that act Mm -hmm. and it I thought that the episode was really interesting and suspenseful even though we knew that they were going to cross and even though we knew as has been established in the show not everyone was going to make it I just felt the way it was paced and written was really really exciting and I don't know how it's not that I didn't think I was going to like this period you know for this period piece I think it was just that it's not necessarily a time that I connect to you know the historical fiction that I read (laughs) is not necessarily you know Oregon Trail fiction although you know I've read read some of Mm -hmm. that some American classics in my in my time but it's just not something that I really thought that I would get emotionally invested in and I really am and it's only been four episodes and I was I really really liked this episode yeah I really am enjoying it I would also say I'm really happy that we're getting more about Thomas because he's kind of the outlier as like a black man of in a position of authority you know post-civil war and he's getting to flirt yes, with Noemi. With Noemi, the gypsy lady from last week. I like yeah. this for him. I mean, yeah, flirt I know. with a nice lady. She's and I'm like, and like, <laughs> Noemi, good, you've picked, yeah. yeah. Why did you want to marry Sam Elliott when Thomas was right there? Thomas was right there and looking like that, okay? okay. Also, that whole conversation where he's like, no, women don't want this. And she's like, sir, men have no idea what women want. Right now, I want to watch you eat the food I made you. <laughs> yeah, and, and and we we did enjoy watching that. Yes, it's yeah. true. Yeah, Noemi had a yeah. right. 
you know? I think he's still hot cowboy of the week, but also Elsa might might also. She got oh, to yeah. be she had a hot time this week. Yeah, Elsa Elsa can be considered for hot cowboy of the week. Yeah, that, that is she got, these are our rules. <laughs> she declared herself a cowboy and then she got some pants. And she made out. Like uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. She had a hot yeah. time. <laughs> Do I have any idea what the name of the cowboy is who she kissed? Not a clue. No. Are we gonna? Maybe. Maybe not, though. I don't know. Will he ever take a bath? TBD. TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Will he make it very far? Also don't know. (laughs) Mm. Ooh, that could be... That could be some dark stuff for her to deal with. Yeah, right? I mean, something is going to happen to make her break so much and... Yeah. Go hair with a bone arrow. So (laughs) yeah. And they haven't really addressed the the Native American. Like they've kind of talked about it a little bit, but that has not been so that that will be interesting to see how they how they address that. Yeah, and that's interesting to me too, because I know that this is something that Taylor Sheridan has written about, you know, in Wind River and and there are whole storylines in Yellowstone about, you know, the Native community and uh, the, yeah, you know, I was, I was trying, I was going to say like discord, but not even discord, just like the relationship that these settlers have with yeah. the people whose native lands they are <laughs> settling And on. just kind of, and just kind of the relationship with Native Americans in general at the time and it wasn't good like we smallpox been taking their land (laughs) yeah and they were on reservations yeah how was that and they've mentioned it being a danger right I'm just fascinated but I will say it gave me um like some good vibes in the like flashback thing that happened in Yellowstone this season where it was like after they had settled on the ranch and it was um it was Tim McGraw like helping some Native Americans who were on the land to bury their father I believe and he like helped them out so that gave me like some some hope that there will be some positive representations I mean there's a lot of there's like some not exactly main characters, but significant characters on Yellowstone who are Native American. Yeah. And if you are a historian or in yeah. any Native community, not even necessarily from this area, we're also very fascinated to hear your thoughts about kind of this yes. portrayal and this, this time. <laughs> is this even a show you would want to watch? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, knowing what was happening at the time. Yeah. You know, straight up genocide, basically. <laughs> yeah uh genocide and colonialism makes the world go round I guess yeah I don't know know how to segue away from that well hot cowboy (laughs) of the week (laughs) so we're gonna go with Thomas and Elsa for hot cowboy yeah and I feel that's really right and maybe Elsa's little boyfriend will make it to the list one day maybe when we learn his name yeah, he, we might need to know his name first and we might need to um, see him bathe first. Like he Everybody needs say names more often. Yes. Just, Just say to... people's names more. I don't know who these characters are. 
<laughs> okay. Um, do we want to take a look at our, our Taylor Sheridan bingo? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. I actually through. feel what, like what this episode was less. Check? Yeah. This, this episode had, had fewer. It did yeah. not open with violence. It opened yeah. with like a very beautiful monologue thing. Mm-hmm. Um, did men get revenge? I don't really think so. I don't really think so either. It might be the really first Taylor so. Sheridan episode ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> men didn't get revenge. Yeah. Um, questionable justice from law enforcement. I mean, like, not really. He Sam Elliott threatened things. Yeah, but he also the people. Apparently, these people don't listen, so he has to threaten yeah. them. And he also didn't do. He didn't actually dummies. have to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no one got mercy killed. No one got assaulted. Yeah, no one got assaulted. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I I live in fear of that. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, after like Outlander really bummed me out. Yeah. And I, you know, it started out my favorite show, and then I now I can't even watch it anymore. And I just like am so afraid of Elsa being assaulted. Like, you know, as part of her character development, because she's too naive right. right now or something. Right, right. So I'm really worried about that. But what I can say is it has never actually happened on Yellowstone. Like, Beth almost got assaulted and then she was saved at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And Monica almost like got attacked by a serial killer and assaulted, but she got saved at the last minute. So it's always almost happening. Right. And that did almost happen in the first episode. To Elsa, yeah. But did not. So, but did not, which is. Yeah, important. exactly. I just really am hoping <laughs> we can keep going on not actually assaulting anyone. And maybe also thinking of, thinking of different things that would um, give women character development other than yeah. you know, being assaulted. or there are, assaulted. there are other things. Yeah. There are more things. Yeah, exactly. Um, did yeah. anyone criticize any Dutton women for not being like other girls this week? Like, I we mean, know that they're not. They because... just were like, they just were like, whoa, pants. Why do you want to wear pants? But okay. Yeah, that was really all it was. And then, and then cowboys will be cowboys. But I, I mean, they will. Sure. Yeah. Honestly, I really like the two cowboy guys whose names I don't know. And how when when she finished playing that really sad song on the piano, they were like, "Do you know any happy ones?" <laughs> it was very funny. I I enjoyed that them too. a lot. It was good. Yeah, and I like do... the humor in this yeah. show. There are funny moments that there I don't think moments. I was expecting, and I like them. There was also some really good cowboy wisdom this week from Thomas, who said, "Cool heads cross rivers, hot heads drown." Which yeah, it's true. <laughs> really sounds it's like true it should be like a proverb or something but it simply isn't has anyone said is that a colloquialism that we just don't know because we are we're no. not crossing the oregon trail i don't know but see but see that's what that's what cowboy wisdom is it might be a saying it might not be a saying but it sounds like one it sounds like what and you cowboy know what? Wisdom is. i believed i believed with monica garrett as he said that i was like ah, absolutely you're right hotheads do drown <laughs> No, Amy is not a cowboy, but she did have a good line where she was like, men don't know what women want because they don't ask. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? That's just general life life advice. Just talk to people. Yeah. Just have a conversation. Really? I, I like her. I am a fan yeah. of her. I thought she was a little desperate before, but I get, I get it. Yeah, we get the desperation. She is on a terrifying journey across the country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
and I have another turn to the first man she saw and you know what wasn't a bad man to pick I get it but yeah (laughs) um I have another piece of cowboy wisdom that I wrote down do you want to hear it yeah it's from Sam Elliott from when he was or should I set it up or do you think it'll be funny if I just say it and then you're like what when did he say that I you're the one who knows what you're about to say you know what you're right I don't know which one's gonna be funnier I I think I'm just gonna explain it because I already started to it's fine basically it's when Sam Elliott was like y'all gotta empty out these wagons they are too fucking heavy and then some guy had a piano and the the German the head German guy who's doing the translating the one who can speak English um is like but he's a musician he needs it for his job and and Sam Elliott responded you have no home, no job, just the journey. That's it. <laughs> Which he's not wrong. He's also not wrong. That is wise. <laughs> Wait, can we also talk about the immigrants who are like having sex under a wagon? Were they? Was I looking away at that one? <laughs> did you point? miss that? Yeah, I don't because I, I, I was I spent the whole time going, who are these people? Do we know their names? But it was like one of the immigrant couples, and they were like, should we have a baby? Yeah, let's try it now. And then they started to have sex. And I was like, a baby? You are on (laughs) the Oregon show right now. You want to have a baby? Did I make this scene up? (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a dream about it? No, I was probably just like not paying attention at that moment. It's fine. Um, But listen, that doesn't surprise me because there's a lot of just random scenes. I mean, that's essentially what it was. It's like, Tim McGraw and Sam Elliott talking, deciding what they're going to do. They do the the move, but then it's just, you know, random scenes of life on the road. And uh, mm-hmm. apparently Which that's one of them. Baby making under the wagon. Yeah. Just like, don't do that yet. Wait till <laughs> yeah. you get where you're going. Yeah. Also, like, doesn't, I feel like it would be really uncomfortable to be pregnant on that journey. Yes, exactly. No, thank don't you. Don't do that. <laughs> no, thank you. Anyway, there was a lot of wisdom this week. Like, there was imagine being really pregnant and having to cross a river. No, thank you. Like no. that. No, thank you. No. <laughs> I would simply build a bridge. <laughs> That's the whole time yeah. I was watching why it. I was like, do that? How would I have done build this? A bridge? Yeah, why didn't you just build a bridge? Why didn't they just find some trees, cut them down, drag them to the river, and build a bridge? Why didn't they just do it? Yeah. I, I, I do find myself watching this show and thinking what would I do in this situation? Yeah. And I think the more in this situation, I'm a pretty strong swimmer. So I would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would have okay. not been an issue. I would have been like annoyed with all the women who were like, ah, I'm in a river. Swim. Okay. okay. You're in <laughs> water to bathe semi-regularly. I hope. Yeah. The one that really bothered me was like, someone just started screaming and like drowning right next to Thomas while holding onto the rope. And I was like, calm down. Do a very strong man is right next to you. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. But you, I, I, yeah, I, I also feel a little bit like I'm playing a game of Oregon Trail. Which is like, oop, that person got run over by a wagon. Oh, this person has dysentery. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's kind of the funny thing. If you think about this show and it's log line, you know, these pioneers cross the Oregon trail. Yeah. The, those are the jokes that come to mind, right? You've got Yeah. And that's what it is. It's like, we're waiting to river. find out who makes yeah. it. Yeah. So 
are we watching Oregon Trail the show? Sort of. <laughs> sort of. And it's good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have some Taylor Sheridan news to discuss. Oh, yeah. This week, um, there was a... I don't know how you would describe what that was. A tweet. Uh, an article? <laughs> an article. Something. It came from an article. This, this a piece of information came to light that is absolutely wild. And I would love if you would share that piece of information with us, Lauren. Yeah. So this was going around on Twitter yesterday of this from this article by Matt Baloney, who um, he so basically this is the tweet that people were kind of um, making fun of. After HBO, Netflix, FX, and everyone else passed on Yellowstone, Taylor Sheridan refused to fly to LA to pitch his show to Paramount. They had to fly him out on a private jet. He told them he wouldn't accept notes nor turn in outlines. They ordered it to series anyway legend and that was a tweet from uh Ch- tony toast tony toast well and yeah it listen <laughs> legend isn't the first word that i would think of no when it comes to just like oh a white dude getting a show greenlit because we know that 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 seems to be fairly easy to do <laughs> if you are if you are a white man yeah with, especially with a white man who like has yeah. a yeah who has credits of any kind yeah I mean I would really like to know what his pitch for Yellowstone was Kevin yeah. Costner runs a ranch like yeah but I can also see how it didn't fit on any of those networks and how Paramount was like, we actually will put in the resources to make this for you. But I don't think Legend but sending the, him a, 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 private a private jet, jet to pick him up and no outlines and no anything, which I, I mean, I, that's wonderful for him, but I think that the word that I would pick would maybe be like audacity not legend. yeah the audacity <laughs> the audacity, the audacity. to demand all yeah of obviously and that he doesn't it take out. studio it, notes yeah it did work out but like I think that every single person no matter how smart no matter how great you are you have to take notes from someone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to let other people write your show like Taylor Sheridan writes a lot of episodes if not every episode of his shows and I just think you're doing a disservice yeah, because you cannot be in the mind of every single character because you are not every, you know. Hopefully, if you're representing enough different viewpoints in your show, yeah. I don't know. I just think that what I just think people need notes and people need other um, voices. Yeah, I also think that the thing about notes is even if you're like, no, hell no, I'm not going to take these notes you do get the feedback of what other people are or are not taking from what you're writing and seeing if they're getting your meaning. So even if you decline because you know where it's going to go and you just trust that it's going to work out, there are other things that you can address to make sure that things come across 
pretty well or or are not confusing or maybe they say the character names a couple more times because you've cast major major stars with major name recognition and you're going to need to repeat those character names a couple of times before people can refer to them as such so I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah I also would just say that like this season of Yellowstone was not great mm. it was really boring okay. compared to especially like last season ended with like everyone nearly getting killed and then this season was just like eh. <laughs> and I feel like it's like this one man trying to write all of three shows yeah and that's too much for any one person to really give all your attention yeah to uh to, to any of them like for any of them to really be good yeah well you know okay we'll season see. four yeah season four of yellowstone every single episode is written by taylor sheridan okay it's a it's a lot it's a lot of work that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot three yeah. one shows a lot let yeah. alone three shows yeah so, so i don't know take a break man go on vacation take a break let some other people write your shows. Yeah, delegate a little. That's the part. That's a delegate. part of being a boss, okay? Delegating, which is what Tim McGraw is doing on 1883. He is delegating because he knows he that he has a wife delegating. and a daughter who are smart and good at things. And so he delegates to them. So trust your people, Taylor Sheridan, mm-hmm. and take a vacation, man. I think you, you mm-hmm. deserve it. <laughs> I agree. Oh, he's writing every episode of 1883 as well. So just, I, mean, I just listen, checked. He does a good job, but but, but like take a break. Also, <laughs> take a break. Yeah. Let some other people. I would love a woman's take on this show about women. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's all I have to say about that. That's what we have to say about For that. Now. That's, that's that's this week, episode four of 1883 we hope you're enjoying the new recap show if you like it feel free to rate and review us on apple podcasts and now also on spotify and hit us up on twitter at hygiene and at lauren peaster see you next week see you next week okay good stuff good stuff